Happy Friday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. So glad you're here to kick off the weekend and have some fun with us as we share our favorite things about Disney Cruise Line. What does Disney Cruise Line do really well? We have that conversation. We also talk about our favorite ship within the Disney Cruise Line fleet. And we all three have a different ship. And we even have a special guest today. So as we talk character dining, uh, having fun with the recreational activities on the ship, live entertainment, and more. Tell us, what do you think Disney Cruise Line does really well? And what have you seen on other cruise lines that you wish Disney Cruise Line might bring over to their ships? Also, don't forget our show is brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. We'd love to help you plan your next Disney cruise or trips to Walt Disney World, Disneyland, or Adventures by Disney. Just swing by the website over at themagicforless.com today. Also, please use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click supports everything we do throughout the year. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And thank you so very much to our patrons. You allow us to have all this fun and share our love for Disney with you guys out there in the podcast community. And our patrons also get a bonus show every week. It's called Mike in the Midwest. You can support us for just $5 a month for all this and get that bonus show. So coming over this week, we'd love to have you. Patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2375 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. Happy Friday to you. Hope you're ready for a great weekend. Football, fun, friends, Frankfurters, whatever you like. Have some good food. I don't know. Fazoli's if you like fast Italian, whatever it takes. <laughs> Um, the breadsticks. If you yeah. like good breadsticks, yes, Fazoli's. We have a Fazoli's that kind of by us, but I haven't had that in years. I don't even know where we they came from. That was downtown. Yeah. Fazoli's. The closest one is in Valdosta, although there is like a little pop-up Fazoli's somewhere here in Atlanta. I've heard of. It's, I'd, it's I'd totally trade you a Fazoli's for a Zaxby's in a heartbeat, Ricky. Done. I, all the... All the breadsticks. I'm here for it. Oh. You can have Zaxby's. Oh, man. Closest one here is Como. And that's where I'll be tomorrow for homecoming. You know, Mizzou invented homecoming. Our school came up with the idea of homecoming. So if you celebrate homecoming in your high school or your college, thank us. Because we brought that up. Anyway, playing South Carolina. M-I-Z. So let's talk a little Disney. We're going to head out to sea today and talk about Disney Cruise Line. The things that Disney Cruise Line does so well in our estimation our favorite things about disney cruise line so ricky's joining us from the mouse for less we all sail on disney cruise line what's your favorite ship right now ricky oh man that's hard yeah, it's uh, like well who, who's your favorite kid i mean it's pretty yeah. easy <laughs> that's easy Brian. no i'm just joking of course it's lucy of course it's lucy uh <laughs> See, you, no. and, you and Pam got that one easy. I mean, I get in trouble. Yeah, with that yeah, yeah, that's true. I know, <laughs> yes. Um, no, uh, gosh. I, I I do love the dream. I honestly, the the dream or the fantasy, I think, are still my favorite ships. Um, I, I, yeah, I, 
Uh, I very much enjoyed the wish and I like the magic a lot and I'm just cheating by answering all the ships that I've been on. Uh, just got to get on the wonder uh, until they come up with the treasure and the adventure. Uh, but you know, for now, uh, yeah, I've, uh, four out of five ships ain't bad. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to go the dream. Probably the dream. Yeah. All right. All right. I'll take that. I'll take that answer. And also joining us. We have the co-owner of the Magic for Less Travel, Pam Forrester. Pam, happy Friday. How are things out in uh, the, the Keystone State this weekend? <laughs> happy Friday. We're in the middle of fall, so, it, you know, it can be a great day or a gloomy day. We'll, we'll take a, a good fall day is a pretty good day. Though. I agree. I, mean, I agree. Really. Yeah. That's, There's not much better. So. I agree with that. So we're going to put you on the on the spot right now. As, you as, know my as, favorite. I've said it since I wish. sailed there the first time. The right. wish is my favorite. It truly is. Um, It has the things that are the things that are the most important to me are taken care of on the wish. And (laughs) that's true. That's true. I mean, it just is. And I think I I love the the way that the spaces can sort of change around. I love the different lounge spots. So Mm -hmm. I think that that's cool. That I just enjoy. You love lounges. This is brand new information. <laughs> right? Yes, it's so new. <laughs> and I like too that each of the lounges has like a different menu. Yeah, that's in cool. terms of that. That's that cool. like there are sort of cool drinks available and there's just something to discover. And pretty much I could be up a stairs at uh, in the rows, like looking out at the water just all day long. It's just such a cool, cool location. So, anyways, like it. See, I I love this. Like, we pick the dream, you pick the wish. I go fantasy. Like, I, I love uh, the fantasy. And it's not because, like, Mariah Carey or anything like that. I don't know. But it's the... We, we've made some great memories on the fantasy, which is a big part of it with podcast cruises and stuff like that. But it's also that it does seven-nighters, so that doesn't hurt. Oh, <laughs> um, that's true. That's a good point. But I, just, yeah. I like the design of the, the dream and the fantasy where, it, it, to me... I, Again, here it is with, I think if I sailed the wish more in that class ship more in the future, I would be, the wish ship though, to me seemed very girly. You know what I'm saying? It seemed oh. very, it, it does. Oh. It, I mean, Cinderella is the theme, right? I mean, it's well, very. I think, I think the treasure will feel very different for that, you. Then. And that's, I was going to say that. I Because it's more adventure land. It's more like, like it's going to be more like a pirate ship. And I'm like, totally get me on that ship. Like, I think I'll really like that. I because huh. I think it's going to be more dark and more yes. like, you know, mm-hmm. like wood and, you know, like, uh, I don't know, like it just feels like it'll be more like rustic. And I'm I'm for that, which it, it, but I love that everybody's going to that's a great thing about a cruise fleet to have differences mm-hmm. is that everybody can like something different. And I, I have true. no problem with the wish, but I 100 I percent agree. I'm going to like the treasure better in the same class. I'm wondering if it's kind of like the people that like Beach Club over a yacht club or vice versa. Uh, yes. I feel Same, like that's yeah. the dichotomy we're going to get with the wish and the treasure is like, you know, the, the, the wish is more like the beach club and airy light feeling. And then I mm-hmm. think the treasure is going to be more like the yacht club, which is going to be the darker wood colors, you know, that kind of stuff. I think that's, that's kind of how it's going to be um, on, you know, between those two. And it'll be interesting to see what the third ship ends up coming up with too. Cause you know, you, we have the third ship, coming out from this line the the triton class um and of course it will be very similar to the other two because they're you know all they're all three sister ships so it'll be really interesting to see the route that disney takes with that ship as well so um 
yeah, I, 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 but I, I do, I see the difference between the, the wish and the treasure as like the beach club and the yacht club. Yeah. It's like, it's like a, it's like same bones, different yeah, dressing, absolutely. you know, absolutely. Uh, you know, kind of thing. It, I, I agree. And I think that's what, you know, it's exciting because with something like that, you can feel familiar because if you've sailed the wish, you're going to know like, okay, this is where, for example, if you know where the Star Wars lounge is on the Wish, I'm I'm guessing that's where that Periscope lounge, the Twenty Thousand Leagues lounge, is going to be on the treasure, right? I mean, I'm I'm just I don't know 100, percent but that's a good bet, you know. Like it's probably going to be a different theme, but that's probably where the lounge is going to be because the bones are there. It'd be more expensive to kind of totally redesign. The, it, it could be different. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh no, they're going to be the same bones. Uh, absolutely. If, and you know, for those who didn't like the wish, uh, you know, the way that the wish was laid out, I, I don't think you're going to like the treasure. Um, but if it was the, the theme of the wish, then you might like the treasure. So yeah. No, cause bones... I, one of the places I loved on the, on the wish was the, ke uh, the keg and compass. But again, oh, that yeah. was, that was like, that was like the one part of the ship that I felt was like, like wood, you know, and like it reminded me of like six, eight, seven. And you know, like it, it felt like a, like a den, you know what I'm saying? Like it, I don't know. And the wish yeah. was fine. But I loved like the kiss goodnight and had that stage in the atrium. I don't know. Like the fantasy. And plus, here's the thing about the fantasy of the dream. This is what the show is going to be about today. We're just kind of spitballing about <laughs> cruise line. Apparently, you know, yeah. I just felt like talking about cruise line because it's, it's getting a little chilly and I wish I was on a boat. <laughs> right. Um, so that's right. Just the, the bottom line. It's, it's weekend and I just wish I was on a Disney cruise line ship. Um, but like, I think too, the, the dream and the fantasy are more predictable. Like they're easier to, to get your bearings quicker because like, I, I think of it as like the back of the ships where all your adult stuff is other than like the swimming pools, you know, and the adult like you know, swimming areas, but you got, you know, you, like for me, I like to get my, my, on the dream and the fantasy, I like to get my uh, stateroom aft in somewhere like in the middle, like I like it like deck nine, deck eight, deck seven, aft facing stateroom if I can get it. Cause then I can just go down to the adult areas or go up to cabanas and dude, I'm fed and I'm entertained. That's where I look at it. And then you know, everything else I could walk to, you know, forward to go shopping or to go swimming or, you know, to go to the theater or whatever like that. But that's kind of my jam. But that's, I don't know, Pam. So what do you think, like overall philosophically? And we haven't even touched on the magic of the wonder because I haven't sailed I haven't sailed that class for a little while, like since Mallory was probably eight or nine. We went to spring break on the wonder. When's the last time you sailed a classic ship? It's been a little bit. It's been a while because I really do I I like all of the improvements and things that they add each time. Like I I you know, those are the things I really appreciate about a ship. That's why I like some of the Royal Caribbean ships so much. And I did, I mean, I had a great experience on Virgin too. I, I like, there's some great things about that, but I think in terms of, you know, where you're saying like, where do I like my stateroom or is that what we're looking for here? Or I just, I just want to talk about, you know, kind of the topic of today's show is what do we think in, in you, cause you have more experience with other cruise lines. Like you've sailed Virgin now, which you, you came back Raven, you and Jocelyn, and maybe we could add that at the end. Like, what do they do well that we wish Disney they could bring over to Disney Cruise Line? You know so what? One like of that. the one of the well, things that I, Virgin does so well that I wish they would bring over to Disney is the food. 
Oh, really? Okay, so what, what about it? I mean, what what specifically? Like, give give me an example. Okay, for like, okay, so the choices in terms of that they have so Virgin doesn't have restaurants that you pay more for. They have a bunch of restaurants around, and you're it's included. Like to go to it is included, and the food is the caliber of like a good sit down restaurant all the time. Okay. So I feel like that to me was, I mean, I thought that was outstanding just the time like that. So that I really appreciated that about Virgin and it just felt like a more casual cruise experience because it wasn't so structured. Um, you didn't have, because they have so many different restaurants, you don't have everyone going to the, to dine at the same time, like, or two times. Or you don't have everyone go and see the show at the same time because they may have a couple different shows and a few different activities. It just felt like a more casual experience, which I really appreciated for that. But there's absolutely that. some things that Disney does, I think, so fantastically when compared to other cruise lines. And I think I wanted to bring one up, but I have it written down here when we talked about doing this. One of the things I think that Disney does so well when we're talking about Disney Cruise Line is the bathroom setup. I Boom. agree. I agree. I mean, it makes a difference. Because I mean, like, I mean, I'm not trying to be like sexist or anything, but like, I sail with you know three girls. You know, what I'm saying like three women. You know, now at this point, like, I mean, it, it's a life changer because you know I can go in it the is. bath with one side and it, I just take my stuff in the toilet. I, I get the toilet side. You know, sorry, that's just I don't get the good side. But you know, at least we can divide and conquer, you know, and kind yeah. of get ready for dinner that way. Yeah. If it was, a, if it wasn't a split bath, man, that'd be a mess. It is. And that was like, Disney was really at the forefront of that being like that they offer those in just about every stateroom category, um, except for the least expensive. Um, they like that split bath, I think really improves the cruise experience. It makes getting ready easier it makes being in the stateroom easier all of that so i think that they did you know they really thought about the ways that they want to make their staterooms bigger and when disney cruise line first came out their staterooms were and still are some of the larger staterooms out there so i think that that's something that you sort of notice too like you just i don't know I think you may not notice like in to walk in and be like, Oh, the stateroom's so much bigger. But I think what happens is as you're living in it, as you're, you know, being there in it, it definitely makes a difference. So. Very efficient is the word I use for the staterooms on Disney cruise line is there's a place for everything. And you can, if you think about like yes. where you put things away, you can use your your space very smartly with Disney. Cru I mean, really with any cruise line, if you pay attention to it, but now the resorts have learned from cruise line, right? With the raised beds, you put your suitcases under there. You yeah. got closet space. You got a lot of uh, space in the desk and the, you know, the you know, places like that. So yeah, I agree with that. Um, I also want to say just kind of a primer. I just want to throw these out there for folks that maybe you're unfamiliar with Disney cruise line or getting ready to go on a first Disney cruise or looking at them, how you can tell if you get a split or a regular bathroom standard inside stateroom will be a non-split bathroom. So those are, there's very few of those, but if you book like an 11C, something that says standard inside will not have the split bath. But when you get something that says deluxe, you're getting a split. In most every stateroom will have a deluxe, uh, you know, the ocean views, the verandas. So just 
you're looking for that word deluxe to get split bath. And that I'm telling and you, it's what, worth it. Oh my, that's what I was going to say. Get, I mean, dude, get it. It is, that is money. You'll be like, oh my God, I'm so glad I got that. It is, it's you're not like, much yes. more and it is right. money well spent. I mean, it's just, usually the increase in price is, is so small yes. when you think about it. I mean, it is. And people ask like, okay, if I get like a, like a five B, a five C, what that is, that's location within the stateroom category. Cause people ask about that a lot too. It's where it's located, like a deck or like, is it midship or is it after? Is it, it's just, um, you know, it's going to be a better, sometimes a slightly larger veranda. It's just within that category. It's either a better, slightly better location within the ship or maybe a slightly larger deck in a veranda. So people are asking, like, yeah. what's the difference between a 5C and a 5A? You know, could be a bigger veranda slightly. I mean, you're talking, you know, a couple square feet. Okay. Uh, Ricky, though, I'm going to ask you this question. What do you think Disney Cruise Line does really, really well? What gets you excited about Disney Cruise Line? I mean, I think heads and tails, they do well over everyone else for the most part is their, you know, live entertainment, their shows. Um, you know, they, 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 they have the Walt Disney Theater for a reason. Uh, they, you know, they put on Broadway caliber shows in this theater. Um, and, you know, these really are like, amazing amazing shows that you can go see that if you were on broadway if you were in new york you'd pay a lot of money for these shows to see them and here they are just being presented to you uh on a cruise ship uh so you know i've definitely done some other cruise ships where the entertainment has been good uh but definitely not to this caliber um so and then that's not to just you know say the the other shows that take place too you know you've got like of course the Pirates of the Caribbean um, experience, you know, you've got uh, with the, the fireworks. Um, I mean, of course, Disney's the only one that does fireworks at sea. So, I mean, that's amazing. Um, I love, I love when other cruise ships like huddle around. You guys, when you're a veteran cruiser, look around like during the fireworks you'll night, you'll see out on the, out on the sea, you'll see other ships just kind of peeking out so they can watch our fireworks. It happens. Well, time. actually it was kind of funny too, because um, the night of, um, I think it was the night of the 25th anniversary fireworks that they did on the wish. Uh, the magic was actually out there as well. So we got to see our fireworks for the 25th anniversary. And then we got to see their fireworks for pirate night. So that was kind of cool too. So we got to see both the fireworks just that way. Um, but you know, you have a lot of different unique shows um, and, and, and entertainment um, on Disney Cruise Line. Uh, one of the really cool things that we did on our cruise on the Disney wish and um, I'm not, I'm guessing this is something they do on a, um, you know, normal basis. I'm not sure if they were, I don't think they were getting ready for Halloween. I think this is actually something that they do. Um, but they had, it. uh, basically it was kind of like an Oogie Boogie Bash. Uh, I don't exactly remember exactly what it was called, but they had this experience where, um, you know, you went up to, uh, this bar area that was right next to, actually it was right next to the, I think it was Vibe. Um, and then they brought, and then, you know, they, they brought out Oogie Boogie, uh, you know, you know, the, the whole idea was to, to, um, you know, ha have Oogie Boogie appear in this, you know, area. And then there was, uh, going to be like this dance party, you know, next door in the, the, um, area where they do all the sports and stuff like that. And, uh, so, you know, they brought out, they, you know, they did the same cantation, you know, Oogie Boogie showed up, you know, on a video screen. Oh, okay, cool. You know, whatever. And so then we were like, all right, let's just go check out the, you know, the dance, you know, hall area that they have going on. And then Oogie Boogie actually came out like the, the <laughs> character Oogie Boogie came out and he actually danced 
with the guests that were, you know, uh, in the party, they did all this really cool stuff. It was all themed villains. So, you know, the, uh, all the villains showed up on the screen and they, you know, all had their own dances that you were supposed to do. Um, the cast members, you know, yeah, there weren't a lot of people out on the dance floor, you know, but they did such a good job of trying to get people moving and dancing and stuff like that. Um, but it was, I mean, if you are an Oogie Boogie fan and you want to meet Oogie Boogie, this is the best way to do it. Now he doesn't like, you know, stop. Uh, he's dancing the whole time. <laughs> well, not the whole time, but you know, when he, whenever he's out there, but you know, I, I was able to, he's, a, bit, he's a big dude. I mean, that's a lot of dancing. Exactly. I was able to take a selfie with him. I mean, it's not the best <laughs> selfie because it was dark and you know, everything, but I still have one. Uh, so, you know, that, that's cool. But um, again, the live entertainment that Disney does just, you know, on a whim in that case, you know, kind of experience, you know, I mean, we didn't think it was going to be much. And then, you know, here Oogie Boogie comes out and, you know, I mean, a character that people literally lose their minds over. Uh, and, you know, there he is on the ship. So I thought that was really cool. I didn't even think about this, but when you think about it, that comparison there is kind of like a hard ticket event at Disneyland or Walt Disney World, like a Mickey's Not So Scary yeah. Halloween party. Or, you know, you got the Mickey's Very Merry Christmas party because you have... You have the very merry Christmas time sailings. You have the uh, not, what am I forgetting? They're Halloween, Marvel uh, Day at Sea, Star yeah. Wars, Pixar, like, Pixar, Pixar Days, Pixar days at sea. Yes. and, yeah. and yeah. you know, of course, there's there's limited. There's very limited to the Marvel. The, the, every once in a while, the Star Wars sailings, uh, select yeah. sailings. Sometimes you just got to watch for those. But the thing is, they Disney Cruise Line has the opportunity to bring these for very specific audiences. But what you get is a very, like you said, Ricky, you get a very intimate experience. Oh, I mean, this is yeah. this is way better than a Nogie Boogie Bash because you're not talking about all of Disneyland, you know, there at the park. You're talking probably instead of thousands and thousands, you're probably talking hundreds of people that are attending oh, that party. I mean, I think there was probably like, 50 to 70 people yeah. in that dance hall like there was not a lot of people but once they figured out what it was you know a lot of people figured out what it was and stuff like that they like sort of started to split you know so uh but you know we stayed the whole time we didn't dance because we're losers uh but ah. you know we we definitely we enjoyed watching uh the experience and it was very entertaining i have to admit i mean it was a little hokey yeah of course it was a little hokey but it was still really fun to experience they call you a wallflower no, I was definitely a wallflower, 100%. Yes. But when we think about the cost of a hard ticket event, I mean, that's a value add yeah. to your cruise. It's true. It's and, true. You know, yeah. And I, like I said, I don't know if this is something that they do all the time or if maybe they were getting ready for Halloween, you know, because it, it was in August. So, you know, the Halloween sailing started in September. So I don't know if it was like something they were this trying out practicing. to get ready for this. But yeah, practicing. Hey, um, Oogie, but, let's see what you can do. Shake yeah, exactly. A, shake a leg. Uh, but it was it was still like it was still a really cool thing, you know, that I that I got to experience. So and I will say too, those ships, because I've still never done a uh, one of the specialty cruises, because, again, my wife's still teaching for at least another couple of years. And then once she retires, we'll have the opportunity. I'm excited for that kind of stuff. Like we'll be able to go in the fall, just, you know, in winter time. But I mean, those like to have in the atrium, that big tree, the Halloween tree. Yeah, and, it's cool. Because, Pam, you've been on the ships, I'm sure, during these seasons. Yeah. I mean, don't they kind of transform the ships into magical places? Yeah, it's really cool that, I mean, just like in the parks and resorts, um, Disney Cruise Line has a ton of different decorations based on whatever season that you're sailing in. Um, they have great fall decorations. They have great holiday decorations. Um, they just do a really good job with that. And two, when they have sort of these, um, you know, the holiday sort of sailings, 
they also offer different activities. Um, they don't just offer the standard activities. They offer a list of activities that sort of goes with that holiday, which I think is a really cool thing too. Um, you know, they have, you know, it, 4th of July, not really the decor quite as much, but again, we got to see 4th of July fireworks. I mean, that was really kind of a cool thing. So just, I, I think that Disney, I mean, we know that they know how to do decorating and um, special events, right? So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, because Ricky mentioned live live entertainment. I thought for sure, you know, we're talking about the Broadway shows, which we did, but, you know, prime example is on that 4th of July, you know, we watched the 4th of July fireworks, but Scott and I, you know, Scott pointed this out to me, we're watching the fireworks, but a live band played the soundtrack for the fireworks. Oh, it was cool. not, there was not like a pre-recorded soundtrack. Like there right. was a band down on the deck. I mean, like the drummer was, I mean, that guy must've been just drowned in sweat because it was so hot that night. It was hot. We were out at sea and these fireworks are going just a mile a minute. And I mean, the band's playing for all they got. I mean, but it's a live band playing a soundtrack to fireworks. I mean, that is incredible. And it like 90% of the people probably had no idea that the band was playing that soundtrack. Right. Like, I would have noticed that Scott's like, look, that's the band playing the soundtrack for the fire. And that's something that's just, it was, it was more entertaining because that's talent. Like that is, that's entertainment. That was, that was a Disney difference. Yeah. Okay, so you mentioned, because, and again, I think we should mention that Virgin Cruise, that's adults only, right? Virgin Voyages is adults only, yes, so it just, is. Just it people is. know. So, that I mean, it's going to be a different dynamic, different audience. So, obviously, with the dining. I, I will say that one of the things I, I, I kind of wrote down for this show that I want to bring up was the rotational dining that kind of Disney Cruise Line pioneered back in the day with the Magic of the Wonder, and they continue to do to this day. When you think about the audience for Disney Cruise Line, it's primarily families. But I mean, I can tell you what, adults only can have a great time with Disney Cruise Line because there's great entertainment in the evenings down in the adults area. You can stay up in the adult pool all day. You can go to the rainforest room and chill out on, you know, there, there's so many ways that you can go as a couple and honeymoon and have a great time. Trust me. You can go to Serenity Bay on the private island at Castaway Key. Lighthouse Point will have spots. It doesn't have to be just for families. However, families are in mind with Disney Cruise Line because it's, you know, it's Disney. But the I thing, think that Disney, oh, it's sorry. good. No, go ahead. No, but it's, I think it's good balance. I think that on a cruise line where you have all, you know, you have adults and kids, I think that Disney Cruise Line actually sort of separates the ship better than other cruise lines out right, there. They also do the same yeah. thing. They yeah. have specific areas, and we've talked about this. As you see, kids, walking into the adult area, the cast members will step in and say, no, you know, this area is reserved for people 18 years of older. It's even so far that in their adult only dining venues, um, you know, we'll have people every now and then who'll be like, well, my child's really well behaved. You know, they're 16, but they're really well behaved. And it's like, well, no, like if you aren't 18 on the day that the cruise line sails, you will not be able to dine in the adult venues. Um, it just, it, it's, it, they are very strict about it. And of course they know the person's age because you provide that during the booking process, show with your passport, whatnot. So I think that Disney just does that extraordinarily well. They're very aware of the fact that they want everyone to have a space to go to. And that includes the adults only. So 
We talk respect because you can't really make exceptions because if you make an exception here, you know, I hate to be like that, but I mean, I was a teacher, right? And if you make an exception for one child, you know, do this, it, once you, once you, you know, blur that line, it's really hard to ever have a, have a delineation, you know, how you're going to do that. So Disney Cruise Line, like you said, very clearly has everybody's information because of passports, birth certificates, all that stuff. And the thing is, if somebody's 17 and they want to go to Palo, yeah, I, I understand. But, you know, that's something to look forward to possibly on your next cruise. And that's just how it has to be. And that experience, you know, that isn't that this is how you kind of safeguard the experience to make it an adults only experience. But I will say, though, what I was getting to was that the rotational dining and I really enjoyed this on the wish because I'm not a Marvel fan. But that, you know, it, the thing is, when you go to Walt Disney World, one of the things that one of the reasons I think a lot of people go to Walt Disney World in, in one of the, you know, I talk to my guests all the time is that they want to have character dining, right? They want to go to uh, Chef Mickey's. They want to go to Crystal Palace. They want to eat at Garden Grill with Chippendale, you know, fill in whatever character dining, okay, Tusker House, you know, wherever you want to go. But character dining is like way high on people's list of experiences to have at Walt Disney World. So when you go to, you know, when you go on a Disney cruise, they really, they're nailing this now with, for example, when you eat in Norway on The Wish, I mean, that was wild. That was dinner and a show and, and more. I mean, and and the more. food was good. <laughs> Dude, I mean, yeah, Olaf's rolling by, like heckling you, you know, like at your table. Like, I mean, you could get pictures with Woo-hoo. him real quick. Woo-hoo, you know, yeah. And I mean, you got a concert happening in the middle of the, the, the restaurant. I mean, yes. it's a lot. I mean, it was, I, was, I was hot. Like I was I was sweating by the end of that meal. I think I burned like as many calories as I ate. And I ate a lot because they brought out this big puff thing. It was awesome. I wish I had that tonight. Um, but it was that fun. puff thing was so good, by the uh, way. I just want to throw that out yeah, there. Yeah, it yeah. was. Bring me one. Scott took a picture like next to his head with it. It was wild. But I mean, the thing was, you know, it it, it was for it, I mean, the meal in that place was almost frantic. It was wild. Like it was an experience. And it, it's totally different yes. than what Pam was mentioning. Cause I'm picturing like you have all these like fancy, like nice sit-down restaurants. That's an adults-only cruise. And there's a place for everything, right? But I like I couldn't do that meal like more than once on a cruise like that. It was like, it would exhaust me like, but it was fun. Like I'm still talking about it because it was a wild experience and we were waving the napkins and woo woo. People were like bus boys were sword fighting. I mean, it, I still can't believe it. I, if people would have started throwing chairs at each other, I might not have been surprised. It would have been crazy. <laughs> so it, but it was an experience, you know, and then you had the Marvel characters the next night and, you know, you got around and I loved, you know, 1923 because you got that taste of kind of like we talked on Wednesday. It felt like you were almost like getting a taste of the dis. like, OK, you're a Disney fan. Here's a little taste of the archives. You're not going into the archives, but here's like a sketch. You know, here's something you'll appreciate because you're a Disney fan and you're on a Disney cruise line ship. And I think it's great because it takes the you don't have to like schedule an ADR. You know, it takes the work out of it. Like you're going to have a character dining experience. You're going to have spider-man come in and meet you you know and blow your kid's mind or blow your mind as a marvel fan during your meal you're gonna have good food you're gonna have story you know it's more than a meal it's a meal and a show i i really like it i mean i see where if you go time and time and time again on the same same ship it does kind of become probably not as exciting but then you have the option to probably go up and get the buffet if you're an adult you have the option to go to ishante or go to paulo 
you have other options to dine, but I think, you know, Disney Cruise Line nails it with the rotational dining. I like it. I really do. I think it's. I think it's that well they're done. giving their guests what most what they want, and they do provide not just the um, regular dining rooms, but they also do have the adult only venues with Palo and on some some ships Enchante, and so it it is something that you can really experience. You know, no matter what your dining needs are. They also, one of the things I think that they did really extraordinarily well on the wish was that their quick service locations on that ship were so good and just have a really varied sort of offerings in terms of what you're looking for. Um, You'll be able to find it. It's not just pizza and burgers and hot dogs. And if you want that, right. If you want it, it's available. Not only that, they upped the pizza game on on the wish oh. a lot. Could we right? could we all not go for one of those pizzas tonight? Like just right. I mean, the thing it is, was like, actually a decent pe- pizza. Pizza tastes so good on a cruise ship late at night. Like eleven o'clock pizza on a cruise ship hits for different. Sure. It's different. Oh, it is. It's true. But then, yeah, to also bring in the barbecue location and um, sort of that Tex-Mex location, oh. I think was a great offering as well. It's like you have a little fl- floating Chipotle on. On the ship. I mean, really and truly, that's what it's like. You just sort of go and build like your burrito or your tacos or your salad or your rice bowl or whatever, but they have all those options and more. Um, And I I think that's something that was really sort of needed because there are, especially when you're, I, I think there's a couple different things. Like if you get tired of, or you don't want to even just go to the main dining room to have an actual, like some other choices, I think is, is necessary and needed. And then to have, if you, if you want a more adult experience to have those options too, I think that's the great thing about a cruise ship. They should be delivering these different experiences to you. So that's God's greatest food court at sea, by the way. I'm just saying. I'm just calling that. They should rename it God's greatest You're food court at sea. Touched by God. Wow. Because, <laughs> because it also has soft serve ice cream around the corner. Okay, so it's got it's got let's let's take this back. It's got awesome pizza. It's got burritos and burrito bowls and tacos. It's got ribs. It's got all kinds of barbecue. It's got like mac and cheese. Oh, it's got I forgot about that mac and cheese. It's got all kinds of like yes. barbecue sides. It's got, uh, what else? It's got chicken tenders. It's got little sandwiches. It's got burgers. I think that their burgers are good. They are good. Reason. I don't know if it's just like, I typically only have it like once a cruise and it's probably, I don't know when I'm hungry, but it does, I think that their burgers are decent. This I'm telling you, this is God's greatest food court at sea. That's, that's <laughs> the name of it. Forget what it's called, really. Hey, but here's the only problem with it. It needs to have longer hours because it wasn't open Agreed. as long as it needed to be. It, need, it needs Agreed. to be 24 hours. I'm sorry. Like, let's well, I don't know if happen. it's 24 hours. Dude, but four I in the morning would hit hard, too. Boy, like, a, <laughs> like a burrito at four in the morning? Oh. I mean, that's true. People would probably eat a burrito at four o'clock in the morning, not going to lie. Uh, so... Yeah, but wait, we make things happen, but not on a Friday. Usually it's on a Monday, but we'll do what we can for people (laughs) are sailing soon. But I know I think that's great. And I I really hope that they do. That's something to wish. And hopefully the uh, treasure and because the treasure is kind of more rugged. So maybe they I mean, barbecue, though, that's that's kind of a that's a good match. Trying to think what mm-hmm. don't mess with it. Just bring the same food court to the treasure. I'm you don't sure got to change anything too. up. Just, just throw it in the copy machine. 
bring it right there. It, mm-hmm. You can change your names. I don't care. Just bring the same food. Okay, Ricky, give us one more thing that you think Disney Cruise Line does really, really well that you like. I mean, you've got the Aqua Mouse, you've got the Aqua Duck, and you've got the Aqua Dunk. Dunk. I mean, I've never whoa. done a dunk. I haven't either because it terrifies me. I don't like. I don't like when things drop off. Which is ironic because it's on the classic ship, but it's like I the know. scariest of uh, of all. I, I'm not about the floor dropping out from underneath me. That's not okay with me. So hang on. Um, well, so here, I heard a story one time that. Um, so one of our agents went on that uh, went on the the uh, magic the other day, and he he. Um, they, they, so Steve Baker, I think I was talking to him via text, and he's like, he got he's on the magic, and he got. He's like one to ride a water slide. So he got put into the, you know, got in the line, was all nervous. And they, it was, it, it was, he was riding it at night. And it was like on pirate night and they're out at sea. And there was like, they're looking out on the horizon. They thought they saw a pirate ship. They thought it was mm-hmm. the, what's that called? The, what's the one in pirates? Jolly the, Roger. No, the, the Flying Dutchman. Is that what oh, it is? Okay. Oh, yeah. That might be the Flying Dutchman. They're not sure. Anyway, he's like all nervous talking to his friend Rick. They're sailing mm-hmm. together there and they're in line. But all of a sudden it's his turn, right? So they, you know, he comes up, takes off his little his water shoes, and uh, gets in there. He's got his Mickey's trunks on, and they put him into the tube, right? And so they tell him, you know, the cast members all happy, load him into the tube on the magic on the aqua mouth or the aqua dunk, and they tell him cross your arms, mm-hmm. and so they tell him not to look down, mm-hmm. but at the last minute, he did look down. You know what he right. saw? Yeah, I, I can only imagine what he saw. He saw Goofy with a chainsaw. Oh yeah, he was in the tube right there on the magic, and he I said, "I'm going to get you." The second he started telling it, and I'm sure the rest of the audience did too. Yeah, I had to use it. You know, you could have. You know, see, here's the other thing. You could have gone with. You know, you could have gone with. You know, he's going up on the aqua uh, mouse. You know. The, up the hill, up the hill, you're getting up there, you know, you're seeing all the story, and then all of a sudden, Goofy pops out with a chainsaw! Yeah, so worked, worked, I'm just saying. But he fell on him. Like that, he, he, the, can you imagine no. they pushed the button, and then all of a sudden, Goofy the chainsaw is right there in the no, tube. that would be a very bad thing, no. No, no, no. Ah! Anyway, so messy. I forgot what we were talking about. Yeah, so go ahead and continue anyway, about the yeah, Aquamoss. No, that's <laughs> Um, yes, no, that's the, that's all I have to say. You've got the Aqua Duck, the Aqua Dunk, and the Aqua Mouse. Um, and all are fantastic options. They're all a lot of fun. Um, and yeah, that's all I have to say about that because you ruined it with Goofy with the Chains. I'm just joking. <laughs> For the record, I think they, they just went to Disneyland. They actually didn't sail on the Disney Cruise Line recently, but uh, who knows? They could have. All right, no, I'm pretty sure. Pam, give us, uh, I said to throw it in there. I was dying to use that. And I'm like, okay, how can I fit this in? How can I fit how this can in? How can I put this in here? But Ricky you did it. I'm, only gonna, I'm only going to say my next one. If Goofy with the chainsaw doesn't show up. <laughs> can't promise anything, Pam. <laughs> okay, you got it. Go ahead. No. Okay, give us one more. So I think we'd be terribly remiss if we did not mention that the one, one of the things that Disney Cruise Line does so well 
is all of the options available for kids. The kids Yeah, clubs, exactly. I mean, they do it better than anyone else out there. They just have really engaging kids clubs. I mean, just to walk through, if you ever, haven't ever done this, the next time you're on a Disney cruise line on the first day when you board, they'll have an open house, open mouse, whatever they're calling it at that point, right? Is that what they call, they really call that? I've never heard I love, that. I wish open they called it the open mouse. I feel like they should. Uh, if they don't, they are missing out on something right now. So. But so you can walk through the kids clubs and really see the spaces where the kids get to play and especially on the wish now they're impressive in all on all of the ships right but they stepped it up a notch oh, on God, the wish. Yeah. first yeah. of all you get to go down a slide from but then what the was at the bottom down. of the slide <laughs> no yes Goofy with a chainsaw. Thankfully, that is not no, the he, case. he wasn't in the kids' club. That'd be mean. We, this is one of our predictions that we will not make happen. No, we're not. no this will never happen. Um, but then you're walking through the different spaces, and there's a space, there's a princess area where the dresses are, so you can dress up like Anna and Elsa and Tiana and all the different Disney princesses, right? They have that space. There's there's a Star Wars area where you're walking through there. There's Marvel areas. There's just, I mean, really and truly, they knocked it out of the park with this with the kids clubs you get to you know drive the millennium falcon um there's an area where there's imagineering and you could be riding the roller coaster that you designed there's all these different things and they're all just really incredible and they really have such a great caliber of cast members you know all the cast members on the ship are fantastic and the ones that work in the kids club are even a step above I agree. That, just I agree. in terms yeah. of what they look for, what they require, all of that. They just do a great job. And who else can you trust but Disney, I think, in this space? I mean, they're, they consider the safety of their guests and especially their smallest guests to be one of their highest priorities. So they do a fantastic job and always love to see that. And the activities that they have besides the space is just being incredible. The activities that they have going on in those spaces is fantastic too. And if you don't know this, they even have a nursery for their youngest of sailors. And it is a really sweet space on um, the Wish in particular. Um, but all of them, is the, it's themed after it's a small world. And it's just, it's a really beautiful space. So anyways, yeah, definitely. Um, Disney does that so, so well. I will say too, the kids areas, I mean, all the way up through Vibe and Edge, those folks that work in there do a great job of having the, the kids build relationships. I mean, you see, because these kids come from all over the world, you know, they're strangers when they board the ship, but I mean, how quickly those relationships get built because you'll see like day two, day three, these kids are running around like, like they've been best friends for like 10 years. It's wild. You see that on every mm -hmm. sailing. We've seen that, right? I mean, it's crazy. Like I'm going to run like you just met this kid 48 hours ago, but it's like, they act like they've been best friends forever. And I think that's a credit to the, to the the activities and the the kind of the team building and the relationship building that they're they're doing within these areas. I like that. Yes, it is. It's fantastic. All right. Well, hey, that is going to do it for our show today. We want to hear what you think. If you've sailed on Disney Cruise Line, what do you like best about Disney Cruise Line? And what have you seen maybe on other cruise lines you wish 
is a cruise line would implement. That's kind of a fun thing to think about as well. But it's time to get out there and have fun this weekend. But thanks for taking the show with you. We appreciate that so very much. Don't forget, our podcast always brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. And we'd love to help you plan a Disney cruise this weekend. That's what we do. And that's one of my specialties, really. Uh, I book a lot of Disney cruises for guests, and I'd love to help you. And here's the best part. It's going to cost you exactly the same working with us at the Magic for Less Travel and you're going to get an onboard credit. You're going to have money waiting for you in your onboard folio when you arrive on the dream, the fantasy, the wish, the magic, the wonder, and you get to have fun with that. You can be you know, a couple of drinks. Sometimes you get a lot of drinks. You can you know, go shopping because there's a lot of stuff to buy on the Disney Cruise Line, get spa treatments, whatever you want. My one rule is don't use it for the gratuities. If you do, don't tell me. Just saying. That's because you got to have fun with it. You spoil Dude, yourself. It's a bangs. cruise. Have fun. But come on over to themagicforless.com. Fill out that quote form. We'll take care of you from there. Those ships go all over the place. You can see Alaska. You can see the Med. You can go, you know, to, of course, to the Bahamas, the Caribbean. That's where a lot of folks go for the very first time. But you can see the world with Disney Cruise Line. It is so much fun. It's my favorite Disney vacation. I mean, I'll just say it. I love sailing with the Disney Cruise Line. We're going to the Eastern Caribbean in July. I cannot wait for that. So just swing by the website. And again, we can help you with Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Adventures by Disney as well, over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link. It's beourguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. And thank you to our patrons who allow us to have all this fun and get some fun toys like the mixer that allowed us to do if we the chainsaw this year. So uh, come over to patreon.com slash beourguestpodcast. You get a bonus show as well called Mike in the Midwest every week. $5 a month, not a lot, and it really supports everything we do. So again, patreon.com slash podcast. We'll have our live show this Sunday night, so join us for that. It's at 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Twitch. So please give us a call. We had a great time last Sunday night, so many great calls. So let's do it again this Sunday night and give us a follow on the socials. Ricky Nibs, TMFLT Pam. Be our guest, Mike, Instagram, Twitter, and threads. All right, we're going to jump out of here, and we'll be back again on Monday with another fun trip report, and then we'll do it all over again. Don't forget, Monday next week, probably a live call-in show on Monday, so please be prepared for that 5.30 Eastern-ish, but instead of static listener questions, I'll probably have the phone lines open, so we'll take live listener questions to do something a little bit different. So please, mark that out. Put that in pen in your little google calendar or whatever you got to do join me because it might be just mike flying solo <laughs> we might have scott but that that could be funny we'll see i'm not trying to put him <laughs> through pain we'll we'll figure that be out sad. yeah it'll be because dude's coming out of eight days in hawaii that'll be wild anyway we're gonna have a good time this weekend i hope you will too it's homecoming at mizzou it's a special weekend so i hope you have a great weekend planned as well so for ricky and pam i'm mike saying stay safe stay healthy an M-I-Z. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.